Madhya. After getting a master's degree, she realized she wanted to be an entrepreneur in the world of art. For 10 years, she went through a difficult relationship and was forced to work 95 jobs just to make ends meet and get out of debt, but it never satisfied her. Her new partner introduced her into the digital nomad world where she could work from anywhere to make an income. So, she followed her passion to become a graphic designer in Thailand. And her ultimate goal is to inspire people with her art and pour her passion into digital arts. I now introduce you, Matia from Croatia. And in this week's episode, I have a very beautiful guest sitting in front of me. I met her during the she-commerce in Bangkok, Thailand. And from then on, we have been texting and I saw on her Instagram post that she's been moving to Bangkok and I'm super, super excited that she finally did the jump. I now present you to my very beautiful friend, Matia from Croatia. Hi, Matia. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I know, me too. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, you are so gorgeous. Like earlier yeah. when we met at the coffee shop, I was like, girl you're killing it <laughs> like i love the hat from head to toe you're very well prepared thank you so much i think the same for you as well <laughs> <laughs> thank you so when we met in shikamers in uh thailand that was i think that was october right uh, or it november? was november oh yeah it was november november maybe beginning of the december oh yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i can remember and then so i was like oh my god she's so beautiful and i i want to know you more we we're sitting in a table and you have um explained to me briefly what you were doing that you have a website that you're designing clothes yes. and now you're following something great within you could you explain to me what you're doing now and why in bangkok uh, so yeah, my boyfriend, uh, he's uh, into um, working on um, online for eight years. So um, he just put me in this like um, mindset where you can uh, be anywhere in this world and working what you like. Mm -hmm. Because this um, clothes, uh, designing clothes actually forced me to be just in Croatia because I had there like sewing lady. Uh, I had all the materials there, so I could not be traveling. And um, since like my long journey, then he said like, oh, we should go to Thailand so you can try to do like fashion illustration because this was my uh, love from childhood age. Wow. Yeah. So this is why I'm here now. Wow. So you're pursuing something that you loved since you were a kid. Yes, exactly. So why did you choose Thailand over a lot of different locations in Asia to base? Um, I love it here so much because I think the energy is so great because um, people are super nice and everybody's super grateful and it's super like uh, calming and I think especially if you're an artist you can be super creative here. It's a lot of it's really a great atmosphere. Yeah so in Bangkok it's very lively you're right it's an amazing city and I cannot stop gushing about Thailand. So Thailand is like it's like a hot pot or a melting pot of a lot of like digital nomads, startup companies, 
tech companies with a lot of ideas so you can share and you can also learn from them. Yeah. So that's why I love Thailand and I'm so glad that you moved here. Yeah, I think it's a really great place to grow as an artist because yeah, I come from Croatia, it's a small country, you don't have a lot of digital artists and here you have like so many people that are not just working art but like they're also in digital world as well and um, I think it's really great a place to grow, grow your business, grow yourself as well, improve yourself. Yes. So now you're pursuing digital arts. Could you tell me about your background or tell me stories about your journey from you when you had a nine to five job or after you graduated college and then you had a nine to five job mm-hmm. and you were forced to have a nine to five job and then now you're pursuing something great. Could you Mm-hmm. Tell me a story. Yes, of course. So um, on the college, uh, we had on the last year the class called Entrepreneurship, where one uh, teacher opened my mind in a way that uh, she has taught us that we can um, do anything, like we can have our own businesses. Because before I thought like after college, I will need to be working from nine to five and that will be my life. And I didn't want this. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she opened my eyes actually because she forced us that we have our own business. And then I have decided to make my own uh, fashion brand. And uh, yeah, it's called Kroatica. Like I'm from Croatia. So it's like Croatian girl, actually, Kroatica. Uh Uh, So um, I was thinking like, how can I be self-employed? How can I work for myself? And this is how this started in 2014. Um, So I was doing my business. I had um, fashion shows and I was really happy because I was not working for anybody else. But uh, back then, uh, my ex-boyfriend, unfortunately, he was gambling and he gambled all of my money that I was, uh, that I I supposed to invest in uh, business. Oh my God. Yes. So um, I um, didn't have money to invest and not only did he uh, spend all of my money, but put me in a lot of debt and not only that he stole my money oh, so God. yeah I'm really sorry to hear that yeah uh, so um, after that I needed to I was forced actually to go from um, my dream to um, have your own business yeah having my own business to a nine-to-five job so um, actually I started to working for a hotel as a banquet manager and a wedding organizer and it was really great it was really amazing I loved the job but um, it was not like what I wanted. I always knew I wanted to be free. I wanted to have my own business, be my own boss. So after uh, my um, work experience there, uh, I was redundant and I start again uh, working for Kratica for my brand. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing is that all of the money that I was putting in the business, I was getting bad. I was back and I was growing and I was really happy with this. But then the past uh, was again um, behind me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, again, I had to pay a lot of those um, debt debt that I had um, from like that didn't I pay one part of it and then the second part get let's say in six months again that I needed to pay. So all of my investing money went to the um, went down the drain. Yeah, definitely. it went all down to to pay all the debts. Yes, that your of boyfriend business. put you into instead exactly. of the business. Yes, exactly. But your business was doing great that time. It was. I was growing. I had a lot of audience. I had a lot of orders, and uh, back at that at that time, I have uh, found my 
current boyfriend who has uh, helped me to make uh, my uh, own web shop. So my business was growing. I was in a four stores in Croatia. Wow. Yeah, online. So it was really growing and it was really great. Wow. Yeah, but I did it. I, I stopped it because all of the money went there too. So tell me what were you feeling back then at that exact time when you were paying for your boyfriend's debt because he put you into a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. And what were you feeling? Because a lot of people would be mad, would be angry, would be very depressed. How did you deal with it? I was feeling frustrated. I was really um, feeling like... um... Yeah, frustration. And I was like, why me? Why why do I need to, now that I'm doing great, I need to like uh, focus on paying those debts and, uh, and not focus on my business and my growth. Yes. But I was just like, I, I noticed that I was just... Um, punishing myself with those thoughts because it was not healthy for me that I'm just blaming somebody and I saw that there is no way out except just to um, to just pay it and that's it to just not think about it too much because it was just uh, causing me problems I was in a depression I was not feeling well and it was not doing him anything I mean I don't I don't want him to suffer. I don't mean anything uh, bad to him like that it happens. I don't hate him or anything. But it was just like, why should I blame myself for everything? You know, so I just let it go. And I was like, this is it. I should stop again doing my um, business and just like pay the debts. Because um, when you're having a business, you need to... Uh, put a lot of money into the business to get it back, you know, yes. so you need to like Investment. investments, yes. And uh, when you are like putting your investments into somebody else's debts, then, then you're not growing, you're just like stagnating. And then after that, you're just um, not, I mean, you're not growing, you're just like not doing anything because you're not going forward. Yeah. So you never, you were really not mad at him. You didn't get mad at him. I was mad at like, but this was not uh, long term that I was mad at him for. You forgave him already. I did, yeah, because it's um, it was like the burden that fell out of my chest, you know, when I forgave him because he didn't knew better, you know, he was behaving the best he he was taught, he was um, raised, and he could not behave better, you know. So he didn't. Yeah. I don't blame blame him. Like um, he he didn't know how to behave in other way. You're such a nice person. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I could not, I cannot believe that because paying for someone else's debt, that's like a, that's like something else, you know. Because you're right, you cannot blame the other person. Maybe he was, he was into gambling, so gambling is like sickness. It is, yeah. You know, it's a disease, mm-hmm. and it's something that you cannot control out of him. Even him, he cannot control himself. How can he help himself if, how can you help him if he cannot help himself? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to help him. I was with him like for 10 years. You were yeah. with him for 10 yeah, years? Yeah, from 17 till 27. So I was really like, oh my God. yeah, I wanted to help him. And I was thinking, you know, because he's still gambling, it's my problem. It's not like, it's not him, it's me, you know, because I'm not helping him enough. Yeah. So I, I have just saw that uh, when he took every, like all of my money, I saw just like, it's not doing me well and I don't want to like be my whole life miserable because of somebody else. So I think my biggest achievement in my life is uh, canceling uh, this relationship. You know, just when you said like, okay, there's nothing I can do for him and he's just hurting me and this this needs to be over now. But you learned a lot from that. 
yeah, this, exactly. from the past. We're not going to call it mistake, right? Yeah, it's it's a experience. Experience. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's an experience. So you have learned a lot from that experience and you know, in this show we talk about learning. So you need to fail to learn so that you can grow yeah, as a person. I agree. And so after that, you met your boyfriend now. So he has a different mindset. Definitely, yeah. So how did he became a huge part of your life? Or how did he became a huge part of of what you're doing now, of pursuing mm -hmm. what you love, which is digital arts? Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we met in uh, 2017 when I started again this company. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my brand. Uh, when we met, he um, opened my mind in a way that... I was I was not selling my clothes just in the stores, but he opened um, with me a web shop, and then I started selling online, mm -hmm. and I reached a lot of people. This is why I have experienced uh, bigger growth in my uh, with my brand. Wow! So he helped you a lot with yes. your brand and growing your business. Um, yes. So um, then, when I saw that all of my money went uh, again to the paying off debts I didn't have any money again so I went to another job um, nine till uh, five so um, I was working as in a sales in one company and it was just the job that was paying bills and the job that was paying debt debts actually I was not happy I was never mm -hmm. happy there ah. yeah so it was like I knew that this was uh, a thing that I need to go through until I pay everything and then after this, like when I pay the debts, I can do whatever I want to. Um, after that job, I got an amazing opportunity and I was working as a creative director, which was really amazing for me because I'm a creative person and I really love this job. But uh, shortly after, I was fired because I was too creative. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. You got fired just being super creative. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm too creative for the company and um, that was it. So... Um, so the point is like you can never have a job that I mean if you're working from nine till five you can be happy and you can be fired you know for from the people who are like not afraid to start something of their own because they think they're safe uh, yeah in their in their uh, business but you're never safe you know you can you can love the job and still you can be fired um, so yeah after that um, I said like okay the third time third time is the luck I will start again doing the like my brand, I have some money, I will invest it in this. So that that's the time when we met, actually, in the November. Wow. Yeah. So that's the time that you said to yourself, I'm going to start again. Yes. And I started again with uh, with this brand and mm -hmm. it was doing okay. But my boyfriend, um, he told me like, why don't you try something else? You know, you're always like going in those circles. Mm -hmm. You like to draw, you're like um, super passionate about fashion illustration. Why don't you do maybe like this, like for, why don't you try this? And um, this is how we got actually here in Thailand. And now I'm doing like um, this fashion illustration. I'm into digital art now. The time that you have decided that you want to focus on digital arts, what made you decide or what was like the aha moment that you told yourself, I'm going to make money out of this. I'm just going to hone my skills. I'm going to practice more. And I know that if I practice a lot, if I do it, multiple times, a million times, gazillion times, I'm going to make money out of it. Because you see, the world that we're living in, it's just hard for them to prove themselves. So what was the aha moment for you that, you know what, 
I'll practice and I'll make money out of this. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good question because I've noticed this circle where I'm doing something. So I think that uh, the moment was that I saw that I will be at the same point in my life where I was before if I don't do some changes. So um, if you want to do something like um, courageous, you really need to get out of your comfort zone and like said, okay, this needs to work. And um, there is no certainty because uh, it can work and cannot work it's it's art but usually it works because when you put some effort in it if you like put put love love into it it, yeah exactly it 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 needs to work you know there's so many people who are making money in arts these days and it's it's growing because people are appreciating art more because there i think today nowadays are so many uh growth of um, small businesses and it's a lot of competition so if you want to be unique if you want to like make profit you need to be uh, different you need to set your yourself apart yes definitely and you can do this only by art by by hiring a a creative person that will push you because you can have the best product but if you don't know how to advertise if you don't know how to market Market yourself yeah position yourself difference yourself you'll be like the rest or you will you will not do the business so i think it's really important to have like a great artist by yourself and like think outside of the box and invest in this creative stuff what is actually selling the product you know yeah so now you are marketing it by yourself too. You're you're trying different hats. May it be like accounting, may it be marketing. All you're doing all the sketches. Like you're doing all of this by yourself. Yes, exactly. When you are doing like uh, when you're entrepreneur or just like. Um, person who is working online you are actually yeah self-employed you're on your own boss so mm-hmm. you need to like schedule your time for working you need to like do everything like you said you're you're changing a lot of hats yeah you need to be everything by some 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 parts like some parts of the job you don't like like accounting and when you need to like uh, do your own i don't know finances but in in like at the end you're happy because you know that you're doing this for yourself you know and you love what you're doing and you love yeah that's that's the point yeah wow and what was the ultimate trigger or the decision making point to start fashion illustration like I think I'm going to do some fashion illustration and move to Thailand and focus on it. It was uh, doing like totally something that is unknown and out of my comfort zone. So it was just like, what do you have to lose? Like a job, you know, yeah. what's there to lose? And it's life that we are living. Like it's it's more important that we are happy that we are now currently than that we are like somewhere where we don't want to be unhappy. So I can say that I'm super happy right now. And it's like, you cannot like pay for this, you know, if, if you have like a secure job. Yeah. Because I'm at, uh, I am at uh, Thailand with you. I cannot be more happy, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because people normally think about the future. People always tend to have anxiety of what's going to happen in the future. Earlier, we were talking in a coffee shop and then there was a phrase that you told me that really hits me that, you know what? We got to live in the moment. Like people always worry about something that hasn't happened yet. And that's something that I battle every single day. Like I worry every single time of what's going to happen today, tomorrow, the next day, the next year, the next century. I always like, I'm, I'm always anxious of that. And meeting you who is living each life day by day, what is there to lose you know 
as long as you're happy or as long as you have, as long as you feel this happiness in you, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because people are all, all the time waiting for something. They're waiting like for the weekend. Then they're waiting for the vacation. And like we spent, I mean, not we all, but like a lot of people spent um, their whole life waiting or something. You know, so um, I think like if you are thinking to become a fashion illustrator or uh, like to start your own business, you need to do it like right now, because not like when when you will be, I don't know, older or smarter, because you will never be. Well, because who knows what will happen in one one day or, or one year, you know? Yeah, we all, we just all have now. And we, once you realize this, this is really a powerful asset, because then you um, make a decisions for your life based on um the current situation yes exactly yeah. so you don't worry about the future you just like you worry about the future like the finances and stuff but like worrying it worrying about it too much will just hurt you yeah exactly because you you cannot be happy you know depression is when you are thinking in the past uh, about the past actually yes. yeah and uh, anxiety know, is thinking the about future, the future yeah. i know oh my god yeah that really hits me and I'm really happy that I met you here. Yeah, me too. You're teaching me how to live life day to day and just like sink in the moment. Just feel what's in it for me today. You yeah, know? exactly. Oh, oh my God. I love this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you are doing digital arts and you are making this amazing sketches that you guys have to have to check out... What are the challenges and sacrifices you face being a digital nomad or working remotely or being in arts in general? Um, so um, actually, I'm still um, jumping from one style to another style because I didn't find myself. I like fashion illustration, but as well, I like doodling. I love a lot of arts. Mm-hmm. So my um, current problem is that I'm... Um, like not focused as, as I should be, but it's okay. I have accepted this and it's like a um, way of learning right now until I found like my audience, my, um, um, my own style. And your so, identity. Identity. In a fashion illustration. Yeah, exactly. Because you have a lot of styles um, and everybody likes something. So I think somebody will like me, somebody will dislike me. So it's everything. It's okay. You know, you don't, you don't have to please everybody. That's the point. Because if you're like copying everybody or if you're just like... Um, um, if you are um, in like in illustration, then you think you need to be perfect. But those imperfections, enjoying make uh, they uh, actually make you different, and it uh, makes you who you are. Who you are, and this makes you what people would like you, and who will not like you. But it's okay. Like you, you should never think like you cannot please everybody. This is like the thing. You're that not have, everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. This is what what I have um what I have learned because I was thinking, oh, I my my lines are not perfect. I'm not good as her as him. But it, that's not the point, you know. You need to create yourself. You need to be like totally happy with your imperfections, embrace them. And that's it. Like just just like be who you are in illustrations, you know, because maybe somebody who is uh, listening right now, they're drawing and they think, like, oh, I will never be good as her. But you don't have to be. And you had a pile of trash already yeah. because you're like crumpling all the yeah. papers and throwing it. That that was me. I like I the, the 50% of the sketches that I did, I would just throw them away because it was like, oh, it's not that good. But the point is like you need to be like imperfect in your own way and just go with your style, like build this style out of imperfections, you know? Wow. Yeah. So you 
you build your own style out of imperfections and you gotta love your imperfections. Yeah, yeah. From there, people would see your authenticity. Exactly. People would see the realness in you, in your sketches, in your design. Yes. That's how people would love you. And people, I think that people don't like perfect stuff, too much perfect stuff, because everything is perfect, you know? Perfect is boring. Yeah, we like to see that that other illustrators are, like, making mistakes because they're just humans, you know? Like, when you see, like, a beautiful thing, you think, like, okay, it's beautiful, but it's boring. I think people are attracted with, like, uh, imperfections. Are you struggling to be an artist right now in your state of art? Uh, this moment of your life are you struggling to be an artist um what do you mean like in um uh, with what kind of way like in making money and um getting clients and putting yourself out there so it will be always difficult because uh, as an artist there is no like monthly paycheck and i think it's a great motivation actually for you to move and to be a better self of yourself and to like creating better because you're not getting money okay it's pushing you to be better you know and to to do more um so it's it's actually a good like fuel that that is keep um, keep keep pushing you going you. yeah pushing you yeah exactly so I think uh, this is the what every artist should think if they are not making money uh, it's one month okay I need what what do I need to do to make money you know ask yourself how to be better what to improve um, the, what I'm doing like it's actually opportunity to learn because when you're not making money it's great opportunity uh, to learn like maybe what you were doing wrong because now you can think like okay I was uh, approaching wrong companies for my illustrations maybe I'm not their cup of tea I will be approaching other people maybe I should do like something else so it's uh, it's actually opportunity to learn those those months where you're not uh, earning it they're actually a blessing they're actually wow. great great field for to you to learn because if you're just making money you're i mean you are growing of course you are but you're just doing the same way and maybe in five years then what will you do if this will won't you be don't actually, improve yeah you don't improve you don't change so the moments that the lowest i mean so the low points of your life are the best moments to push yourself exactly to motivate yourself and to look back and to think what you were doing wrong what can you improve and how could you improve it more yeah because from a perfect like if you're doing everything perfect you will never grow you know you always learn like when you failed on the test then you learn twice and then you pass the test but you learn more actually oh i love that oh my god you are absolutely right you have to treat your lowest points of your life or even just a bad day you have to treat it as a blessing yeah it's opportunity to learn because there is no like um there's a saying i think um there is no like uh failures there are just like opportunities for you to learn there you can no. you can never fail because f- failing from what people are stuck in their minds because they think they will fail but if you ask yourself and if if you think about it like from what will you fail no there is no failing there is just opportunities to learn you're you c- you're so inspiring <laughs> you you have inspired me now <laughs> wow that's beautiful and you know creative people they do a lot of creative stuff a lot of things to keep them active to keep them productive and to keep them more creative you know how do you stay creative well i like to um look at other artists talk with other artists this is like really the best thing that i can do when i talk with another artist see that they have their own struggles um 
uh, talk with them about techniques, what they are doing now, what they have been doing before. So I think this is like um, just maybe staying in this like uh, uh, circle of people who are doing the same things as you are and that are struggling with the same things that you are so I think this is like uh, pushing you when you think like oh I will I'm the only one I'm poor me I just have those problems nobody else have them and then when you talk with somebody you see like oh I my problems are totally fine like I don't um, they're not so difficult as I thought at the beginning they are so difficult you know so you you learn more from other artists yes. from other illustrators to fuel you as well to keep that passion burning yeah they inspire me a lot but as well like um, I think because we are um, a little bit lonely because an artist you are just like drawing and you're not in a company with like 20 people that you can like share your Talk struggles to? yeah exactly so um, I think having this community will really help you when you have like those bad days and when you are thinking you're the only one you will not um you will not succeed or something like this. So, yeah, because they can actually be like, oh, I know how you feel. You know, I know how you feel. Yeah, they yeah, feel you. it's mm-hmm. okay. They feel you, yeah. you're right. They feel you. They know how you feel. They know how you think. And it's just so good to have this amazing group of people who would support you it's like a support group for like creative people yeah and i never saw their jealousy because they're happy to share their skills with you i have never seen that there is jealousy because other artists are really happy to share their art with you their techniques how did they improve so you can see a lot of um, youtube videos how they are sharing their skills so they're happy to help each other there is no jealousy. They're like, because um, there is not like bad or good artist because the good artist, like the best one, can always learn from the one that is on the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that is really um, great, um, great community. Who's your favorite artist of all time? Oh, Picasso, of course. Picasso? <laughs> yeah. oh. Every time that he has an exhibition, I'm there like for five hours. And you I'm, just look at it? Yeah, I, I just look at it and like I I really like uh, his way of thinking and creating. And I mean, I like this area where, um, you know, when uh, they have create cameras, digital cameras, not, the, but like... The, Polaroids. Yes. I mean, the, the photography started. Photography. Yeah, yeah, I really love this. I really love this age because... The cameras were actually um, developed. Invented. Invented, yes. They, they invented um, um, cameras. And then there was no need uh, for the artist to copy the realness. And then the impressionism started. And then all of those like um, different kind of um, arts started at this age, you know. So this is what I really like. Because impressionism was there, um, I don't know, Dali was there, like a lot of artists who was who were um, who invented um, their like uh, style. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like Picasso that much. I mean, he's he's really famous, but I think um, he's really um, he he had like different uh, kind of thinking, you know. Wow, yeah. and creative people when you go to or like artists, you guys. When you go to an exhibition, you can see a painting differently from, like me, non non artistic person. I just wanna, I just wanna understand more of how your brain thinks. How does an artistic person thinks 
compared to like feel the artists more or the paintings more or their styles or what? I think we understand more because I was um, when I was um, in the gymnasium when I was uh, at the high school. Mm -hmm. Then we had like uh, we needed to visit exhibitions and everybody was there just to get a ticket to show to the professor that they were there. And I was the only one that was like looking at this. So I was at, with a few girls who stayed with me and then they were like, oh, I see just six circles with like um, 12 <laughs> like small circles like how can be this dancing picture and then I explained like, this, these are like the dresses and those are the heads and she was like oh my god I love art so much like I want to go with you that you explain this to me so I think we understand each other like what were um, what did the artist wanted to say because for you you would see just the circles and yeah. I see like yeah this is the she's dancing you know and this kind of like stuff wow yeah so it's for different kind of view help me Think about this clearly. Artistic people, you use what side of your brain? Right side of the brain. Right and, side of the mm -hmm. brain. Yeah, so it's more creative and we think differently, you know. We are solving the problems totally differently because we are thinking with right parts of our brain. And like lo logical persons, they're like thinking with left side and they're yeah. super logical. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left brainers. <laughs> you said that one of the few things that you struggle with right now as an artist is how you stay focused mm -hmm. can you answer that for me yeah so um what what are the things that you're doing now to battle that for you to stay focused um i need to like um do myself task uh for one week that i will be just doing one certain style let's say watercolor mm -hmm. and that i just stay with this style for one week because i can be drawing watercolor one day and then another day i will be just sketching with uh, crayons so i'm just like jumping okay i did this really good with the watercolor why don't i do something else and then i'm stop uh, improving because i don't push myself to be the best in watercolors you know i'm just jumping yeah so like weekly tasks really help me to stay focused wow so you stay focused by you list down everything that you're gonna do in weekly yes so you you um do you categorize it well yeah i give myself tasks so i give it like okay this is this is the week that i will be just drawing vegetables so i can draw them in any style that i want i can like explore different that's yeah. so much fun yeah yeah so i because that i stay in the same style and that yeah. i like do my maximum because i quit too quickly because i'm like okay this is really good, looking good i'm done now like, let's move to something else and this is not the point because you know a lot of people are pushing one style for years so this was my struggle. Maybe yes. a lot of people were pushing one thing and they're successful now because um, what you put your energy in will grow. So if you put like all of your energy in one style, it will grow. But if you go like do this style, this style, you will never grow because um, you don't, you will not you're find a lot of baskets. Yeah, you're filling a lot of baskets. And then like uh, you're not sending the message, uh, especially on the like um, social media right now. So you, if you have like certain style, then you'll be liked or disliked by companies or like the people who will hire you but if you are having like oh you have one style you have another style you're confusing and they will like they will think like is that is that your work and you don't have authenticity people yeah, would not exactly. see you as like oh yeah that's you that's yeah. not yeah like that's when, her when you see picasso you know it's picasso there's no doubt you know because it's, he has a, a different style as well like dali when you see hundreds of pictures you can see oh this is dali you know 
Oh, really? Yeah. You could tell that? Of course. Th- there is no, because you can see like the strokes with the brushes and everything. I also, because I was into fashion, I have um, like, if I didn't know who was the designer and I just saw the runway, I was like, of course, this is Chanel. Of course, this is Dior. Like there was no uh, need for me to see like who did it, you know? John Galliano you know or something. It. Yeah. Wow. Creative people think differently and it's so fascinating for me. Like how you think, how you interpret things. It's super fascinating for me because I think I'm more of a logical person. And just sitting with you and, you know, just like extracting all the juice in you. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. It's mind-blowing how you guys think. Yeah, I mean, I think like all the time that everybody's thinking like me. But then when I get into conversation, I see that... Um, that a lot of people are thinking differently than we artists are, you know? Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Like, now, I, now I'm, like, thinking, oh, you got to think like an artistic person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I got to think like an artistic person. Oh, my God, that's really funny. Because you know what? Sometimes I go to... Okay, this is no bullshit, but sometimes I go to... Um, I went to Paris, Paris, and then I went to the Louvre, and then... I went to see some like paintings and arts there and I didn't understand anything. But I just stand there for like 30 minutes to pretend that I'm an artist. (laughs) And I could not really, there should be an artistic person by my side to explain to me that, you know what, this painting, the painter wants to tell you this. The painter wants to explain this. And by myself, I could not catch that. Like, not in a million years that I'm going to think like that. But it, it becomes so much more fun when you have a person that is explained and you're like, oh my God, art is so much fun. Because not a lot of people go to museums just because they don't understand this, you know. They don't understand the art or artist. But when you have like a person next to you that is explaining, you're Who like, okay, let's art. go to another one. Yeah. To another exhibition, let's see another artist because it's really fun. And it's really like, it opens your mind because when I'm solving a problem, in a company when I was working or like private stuff I think like what not to do you know Mm -hmm. like and this is like how artists uh, think um, I I, I think that they think like in this way like what not to do because we are thinking like different approaches and I think um, like watching art and like uh, being with artists really open your mind because um, there is a lot of way of thinking and solving problems my god I should start thinking like an artist yeah. now. <laughs> to solve, if the logical brain in me would not work for a certain problem solving, I should be you, thinking. You just ask me like, what, or just, just ask yourself what not to do. You what know? not to do. And like five things what not to do. And then like how this, what I should not to do, can I make it work? And then you'll get like better ideas than like 90% of people. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And now that you're in Bangkok as an artist... Do you think that people who work remotely or artists who's working remotely or doing their own thing or as a freelance working for themselves are happier people compared to the people sitting in a nine to five job? Yeah, well, I think the people who are working from nine to five and they enjoy it, they enjoy the safety, they enjoy the the money that they are getting every month, then if they're happy, it's okay. But for a lot of people who are working from nine to five and they're thinking like, oh, I shouldn't be here, like I was thinking all the time and they want to do something like open their business or be an artist full time. And if they're not happy, then definitely they should free themselves Try something new and risk it because um, you can you can never like nothing is certain 
these days you can like lose this job and uh, that you're working right now and like it's it's not a big deal you know you can you can all the time um stop start what, yeah start again like find another nine to five job and be miserable like it's not like <laughs> that you will lose something you know you were miserable back then like there is no there is um people should like free themselves about this like certainty and this uh scarcity like what will happen if i lose my job so what you know there's nothing to lose yeah you were unhappy so you'll be unhappy on another job in, if your art won't work you know yeah and also if you are like if you're going to be miserable again for another 9 to 5 then just start what yourself what your inner self is thinking or what your inner self is telling you that might help you become a successful person even if in the first few months you're not going to earn a penny or you're not going to earn a dime at least you are a happy person yeah of what you're doing just like what you're doing now because when i when i stopped working from nine to five i was like super happy i was scared because like well where will i get my money now from but i was like relieved actually i was not happy at at the job working from nine to five you felt relief yeah so I think like everybody that is like not happy and they feel like they're pushed that creativity is not like um, like they, it should be like that they're just living their lives unhappy, then definitely it's a sign that they change something in their lives. And without any scarcity that they will fail because there there is no failure. So what advice can you give to all the artists or aspiring artists who are listening right now who's very miserable and what their current job is or who really wants to pursue their passion for arts what is your best advice to them so i believe that we are living one life and that you need to live now here and be who you are who were you created to be so if you have this desire to create and to i don't know make illustrations to make any kind of artwork you should do it because i think this is a gift and it's super selfish and it's not responsible to keep it for yourself you know you need to share this with the world so you need to be like more responsible with those gifts that you had because somebody is forced to work from nine to five, but you're not forced to, you know, you should, you should definitely be blessed and happy and think this in, in, in another way, like, like an opportunity, like a, a God's gift that you need to do, you know? So I think every artist should think in this way that this is a huge responsibility, a great gift, because I think in Bible they said to who much is given, um, much is required or something like this. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think um, they, they need to see this in different perspective that it's their responsibility to, to work hard, you know? It's selfish to be from 9 to 5. It's, uh, it's <laughs> also selfish if you're not going to be pursuing. It's selfish for your own self too. To not pursue what you really love to do or yeah. what you're made to do. And, and you have just have one life and then like, why? You ask yourself, do I really want to be working in 10 years for this company? Is this really where I want to be? You know, if, if the answer is no, then you don't, ha you don't need to think, just maybe just go. Do, yeah, just go. There is nothing to, for you to think about. If you're comfortable by working for, for the company, then stay, of course. But if you don't see yourself, then, then it's a sign that you need to do something. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think this whole remote revolution is going? So before, in Picasso's time, it's all about oil paintings, paper sketches 
and all the impressionism. Yeah. Is that what you call it? I'm sorry, I'm not an artist. <laughs> and then now it's transforming into a whole beautiful kind of art, which is digital arts. Where do you think this whole revolution is going? Well, I think that the art will be uh, much more appreciated because we had like a black area where the artists didn't, I mean, it's still happening, where the artists are not earning any money. So I think by exposing yourself, going um, online and selling your art will uh, just grow and it will be... um, I think it will be really um, the huge growth of those artists who will be appreciated more than they were before because they were just, um, it, it, they didn't have this opportunity to share this online, you know, before internet. They were amazing artists sketching on the paper in their room and nobody saw this art. Nobody, if they wanted to pay, they could not pay because it was not easy for them to expose themselves. Yes. So now people, they can they can expose themselves really easily and if you're a good artist, even if you're an average artist, if you're not a good artist, if you're just starting, but somebody will like your work, they will pay for your work, you know? Yes. So it's really... The- and there's always... How many billions of people we have? There's always one person who will like you. Exactly. And who will who will pay for it. Who exactly. Will, who will love your your style. You who can see what you want to what you want to relay with your arts. Exactly. Someone who's gonna love, love yeah. what you're doing. Everybody will like that you're different. Because you're different, this is what they will like, you know? Not because you're the same like one thousand people, but just they will like this that you're different. You're right. Yeah, You're absolutely right. I love this conversation. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm so happy that you um, had the time to talk about this inspiring journey and your story and to, you know, help a lot of people, especially artists, because artists are very underdog. They're, Definitely, they're yeah. never like, they only had very little bit of recognition in this digital space. So it's good that you're one of the voices for the people who are trying to make it in this whole digital marketing space or this industry and it's now time for the rapid fire questions are you ready yes coffee or tea uh coffee beer or wine wine work at home or working at space it's space champagne or wine champagne (laughs) (laughs) because it's you know celebration all the time when there is champagne (laughs) mac or windows Uh, uh mac friday night netflix or at a bar Depends on the mood, but I would say maybe Netflix, yeah. <laughs> Early bird or a night owl? Early bird. Best place to work as a digital nomad? Europe or Asia? Asia. Slovenia or Croatia? Oh, Croatia. <laughs> Best productivity app? Oh. What do you use in your phone to oh. be productive? Oh, because I deleted everything, because I didn't use them actually. I have a notebook and I'm all super old school, so I write those oh, so texts. Oh, you write on all the, those yes, Oh, that's good. But I would say notes that you get. Notes. Yeah, just notes. Pilates or yoga? Yoga. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Headphones or AirPods? AirPods. Watercolor painting or charcoal painting? watercolor thank you very much (laughs) thank you you. it was so amazing thank you for having me you're welcome and if our listeners want to you know look at your illustrations or your drawings where can we find them uh they can find me currently on uh, matea yukit's illustration uh, on instagram and as well my uh, personal profile is matea yukit's kratica so i post fashionable stuff and 
yeah they can find in both places thank you so much thank you very much (laughs) thank you hello again podcast listeners join me every weekend and if you haven't yet subscribe now on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen you can subscribe rate and review this podcast join me again next week for another inspiring journey in helping you escaping nine to five